0: You're listening to Chat Sapphire, the talk radio station for the KZN Sapphire Coast. The severity of combined visual and auditory impairments means that deafblind people cannot automatically utilise services for people with visual impairments or with hearing impairments. Therefore, deafblindness causes extreme difficulties with regard to education, training, working life, social life, cultural activities, information in general, communication and mobility. Deafblindness must therefore be regarded as a separate disability which requires special methods of communication, mobility and special methods for coping with the functions of everyday life. Chat Sapphire is privileged to chat with Tracy Smith today. She is the chairperson of Deafblind SAKZN and we are here at the Toti Methodist Church, where Tracy is also part of the worship team, as our much loved pianist. Hi, Tracy, and welcome to Chat Sapphire.
1: Hi, T, and good morning, listeners.
0: Tracy, won't you introduce yourself to the listeners and tell us a little bit about yourself?
1: Certainly, I am Tracy Smith. I've been born blind. Uh, I had a problem with my optic nerve that stopped developing and then degenerated altogether. So I've been blind since birth. My eyes are perfectly normal, but the plugs aren't working. So I'm a member of the Fuse uh, Globe Brigade. I went to school at Prince of School and also at Pioneer School, which was very far away from home became a proofreader at Braille Services. Ironically, I studied to become a switchboard operator, but I was a proofreader. From where I became a Braille instructor, teaching Braille to blind people who lost their sight later in life. As I was studying to be a proofreader, I got qualified as a massage therapist because I didn't want to read books for the rest of my life. I'm fortunate to use that skill that I learned here in Toti in my massage practice. And I also have been involved in teaching music at Luna Heights.
0: That is amazing, Tracy. You are just a bundle of energy and surprises. Um, The the massage thing, what, what prompted you to
1: do that? I love people and I would like to help. It stems from wanting to to help and make things easier, make life easier for people. That is wonderful.
0: And do you also find that it's something, because it's something tactile, that um, it comes naturally to you even though sight is impaired?
1: Yes. I think it's easier for me to focus on you because I'm not distracted by, by the visual and I can focus on you and to me, the sense of touch is something that is underappreciated in, in our life.
0: I definitely agree with you, and I'm going to be booking my relaxation massage with you soon. Awesome. <laughs> Tracy. let's talk a little bit about DBSA. What is DeafBlind South Africa all about?
1: DeafBlind SA was formed in 1996. It stemmed from a desire to find a place for deaf blind people to belong. According to statistics, there are about 900,000 deafblind people in South Africa and it's hard for them to integrate in different organisations. They don't fit in with the blind because of their hearing loss. So they don't fit in with the deaf because they might need Braille and somebody to teach them to navigate with a white cane. Mm-hmm. So, Deafblind SA was established to serve as a voice for deafblind people, to find a place for them to belong, and to provide support for the deafblind people and their families and their caregivers.
0: Now, in your introduction, you didn't actually tell us about your deafness or your hearing impairedness. Can you maybe just explain um, how deaf blindness is defined? Because at the moment, you can still hear me, but you are actually defined as deaf blind.
1: Oh yes, of course. Um, m- my deafness is related to a deformity, in my ear which causes fluid to build up behind my eardrums. And so it fluctuates, my hearing fluctuates. Uh, throughout my, my growing years, I've had to have repeated grommets. And so eventually, it, sometimes my hearing loss was quite profound. And so now I wear hearing aids to try and stabilise my hearing. So that, I'm fortunate in that way that I can, um, can do that. So I fall under deaf blind, I'm totally blind, and I'm hard of hearing. Now, deaf blindness as a as a definition is a very, very wide um, definition because on the one side you get blind. Blindness relates to totally blind or any person that is blind wearing a any assistive equipment, including glasses. So I know of many people that wear glasses. Um, We're all blind, (laughs) and that's okay. On the other side of the spectrum, there's deafness. You get profound deafness, and then you get up to people that are hard of hearing. And all of us are classified as deaf. Deaf blindness can be either congenital, you can be born with it, or it can be something that develops later in life. Uh, good examples of this is like Usher syndrome where eventually you, feel you, you will become blind from it. So you can have either congenital from birth or it can be a combination of the two. So it's a very wide field that we are working. And we call it dual sensory because it affects two senses, your mm-hmm. vision and your hearing.
0: So what are some misconceptions about deafblind people held by society in
1: general? I think the first misconception is that when if somebody says to you, I can't hear, or I'm, I'm deaf, people tend to speak louder, and that doesn't necessarily help you. It's better to come closer. Unfortunately, uh, well, that's not so. So it's not so good in this time. that Covid's not
0: helping, hey. No, it's not <laughs>
1: helping, but it helps for me personally. When you touch me and you, then you, I know that you are uh, talking to me. I will turn towards you and then listen what you're saying. But talking louder does not um, necessary. It is it distorts inside your hearing equipment, and then the other misconception that. Often happens is that people will often talk to you via the person next to you. And so I will be, for instance, with my mother and they will ask her, yes. Does she drink coffee? And things That's like social That social
0: exclusion almost, as if you're not in the room.
1: That's right. Because we vocalize or speak differently sometimes, that we are have an inte- intellectual impairment or Mm. there is nothing like different about our intellect or our intelligence. Sometimes when you are disabled, uh, uh, I don't think it's intense. It's just that people don't know. They would want to do things for you, um, that you can actually do for yourself. For instance, um, your hands are working, your legs are working. You can still walk, even though you can't see, um, I'm blind, so I can hear, kind of thing. Um yeah, so the that the, those are the main dis uh, misconceptions that we face. So we need to learn to
0: to ask questions perhaps more. Would would that work, you know, for someone to, to who's who's confronted with this for the first time to say,
1: um, can I assist you? Are you fine? Definitely. Um for the most part we we love it when people ask us questions i think if you've been in a situation where you have asked a disabled person a question and they have been abrupt with you um i'm sorry i suppose it depends when when people <laughs> if you are
0: were the 20th guy asking <laughs>
1: Yeah, or, or it depends, yeah, on that and also where they are, how comfortable they are in their own skin. Mm. So it's okay to say, can I ask you, is it okay for me to ask you questions and things like that. But for my side, I really don't, I love it when people ask me questions. So what is your
0: message to the deaf blind community themselves?
1: To the deaf blind community, I would like to say, uh, we'd like to know where you are. We are your voice, you are the message. So we need you to come out and and let us know where you are so that we can support you. And that
0: is for all of KZN that we're speaking now. That's for all of KZN. And how can the community at large support you?
1: Firstly, in terms of finances, it's a horrible subject, but we are dependent on the donations of the public. We do not get much from the government, so we appeal to anybody that is able to help to open up your hearts towards us. And in the second place, we are in desperate need of interpreters here in KZN interpreters can mean different things to different people. Sometimes interpreters are sign language interpreters in the traditional sense. And we are considering providing training and there also are training colleges in South Africa that provide training for this. So if this is something that you are interested in, we can try and help you find a place. But sometimes you just need something as simple as someone to sit next to you and repeat in a noisy room what the people mm. are saying. Because the voices can sometimes overwhelm you in a noisy place. So each person's interpreters um does different things. I
0: see. And if people want to get hold of you to offer their volunteering services or even the deafblind community wanting to announce themselves so that they can become members and receive support, um, how do
1: they get hold of you? You can reach us on the SA website www.deafblindsa.co.za We also have a Facebook page and then if you want to contact me directly, you can contact me on 081-468-0359.
0: Tracy, thank you so much for speaking with Chat Sapphire today. I hope that your message will reach people in the deafblind community and more so reach people in the community at large to be more aware of your your plight, um, the misconceptions, and how we can adjust our behaviours towards you guys and just generally be compassionate and of more assistance to you. And thank you so much for While the church is not operating at the moment in the sanctuary, we remember your beautiful piano playing and we look forward to a time when we can enjoy that again. And thank you for all that you do in the community. Thank you so much for having me. Bye-bye. Bye.